Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. Hey friends, hope you're doing well. I have a message for you. If you've listened to me for a while, you've heard me echo these same sentiments before, but I think it's important to reiterate things, especially because we only have a limited capacity, you know, a limited bandwidth to work through certain concepts. And, you know, we spend our entire lives patterning ourselves in certain ways. And so when we try to grow in some way, when we try to disrupt those patterns and live out new patterns, well, there's some difficulty there, right? Like it takes a little while to pattern new patterns, especially because however old you are, you've been building these same patterns for a really long time. So the grooves are deep. Not only that, I just did this episode on ego development uh, last week. And when you really start to think about ego development, you realize that the ego, as I said, develops between, you know, one and seven years old. And so it's deep. It's a very uh, deep pattern that tells you how to be here and how to be in the world. And so when you go to change or grow, you're not just up against your own decision in the current moment. You're up against years of conditioning and patterning, and that just takes time. Well, I've talked a little bit about how our brain has two functions. So one is survival and the other is meaning making. But let's talk first about survival. However you are in the world, you're surviving. And so what that means is that you'll likely find that you do behavior, you, you exhibit behaviors that keep you in the place that you are right now. And one of the reasons for that is because the unknown from a survival standpoint represents chaos and chaos might mean not surviving. And so the unknown is what holds your death, right? And so from a survival standpoint, the mind is going, you're going to find yourself funneled into behavior that reinforces the status quo, right? And that is fundamentally what happens for most of our lives. We make decisions in order to survive. Now, where it becomes a little bit of a little bit of an issue is when surviving and thriving tend to be at odds. And oftentimes, in order to thrive, we have to make different decisions. We have to leave our survival patterns. So in the Clarity Academy, which is coming up August 30th, and I'll link it up in the show notes of this episode registration if you're interested in that, um, and if you want to jump on a call and have a chat about it, please, by all means, hit me up and we can do that. See if it's a good fit for you. But one of the reasons that we spend so much time in that course reprogramming our patterns and thinking through what our patterns are is because offense and defense, surviving and thriving are very different strategies. And it's so interesting because I learned this in my life 
made a lot of changes, right? So I'm thinking of about four years ago when I really, really started waking up to my own patterns and starting to prioritize and explore my inner life. And so I learn and start to recognize that there's a huge difference between offense and defense, right? Like we don't get rich by trying not to go broke. And we don't become good lovers or have thriving relationships by trying not to get broken up with. But the thing to understand is even if you recognize a pattern that isn't serving you and then do the work you go through the clarity academy you go through another course you work with a coach someone to help guide you and keep you accountable as you work through that process well then what might happen is you do all of this work you come to all of these realizations about yourself well, and then six months go by, and 10 months go by. And what you'll find is that these patterns, which were keeping your, you know, which are, which are your thoughts and your behaviors and have been for 30, 20, 30, 40 years. Well, those patterns aren't going to, this, this survival mechanism is really strong. It's got to be, it's got to be the strongest one, right? Because if you don't listen to the inputs, the informational inputs and the emotions and the patterns that are here to help you survive, that are instinctual, that are built into your DNA. If you don't listen to them, well, then growth work doesn't matter. Like you have to actually be here to grow. And so these survival patterns are going to be the strongest within us. And a lot of us, myself included, which is why I wanted to do this episode, because I, I really <laughs> realized it in my own life, how deeply I had I had fallen into these survival patterns, though I've done so much work to rise above them. And you know what's interesting is when you start talking about the difference between thriving and surviving, you're also talking about the difference between scarcity and abundance, right? When you make a decision out of love, out of abundance, you're making a decision that is in alignment with what you want because you're not being coerced into making any other decision. So you can be sure that if you make a decision from a place of love, from a place of abundance, that that decision is representative of your authenticity, of who you really are. But if you start making a decisions out of scarcity, out of fear, out of lack, well now all things aren't equal anymore. So when you make a decision from that place, the chances of you making a decision that is in alignment with your authenticity, with what you really want, with what will be meaningful for you, the chances of that happening are, are low. They're going to continue to go down the further into the, the scarcity end of the spectrum that you go. Right? And this is the problem with obeying fear. The problem is never that you have fear. You have fear because you're a species that has to survive. It's listening to the fear that can become a problem. It's giving fear the driver's seat in your life that can become a problem. And when you live out of scarcity and you live out of lack and you live out of these survival patterns, that is in effect what you are doing. And Unfortunately, in order to break the pattern, you have to be able to acknowledge the fear because fear is what's causing you to think that you have to make decisions out of lack and you have to make a different decision anyway. Now, what happens is when you learn to make a 
decision that will move you into more of a thrive state, when you make a decision based on abundance, even when you're in a place of scarcity, right? When, even when you don't feel it, you can still start to turn the tide and live out a different pattern and get a different result. And the good thing about like, for example, I'm thinking about my own situation where really what's happened is unconsciously, especially during the pandemic and, and, and as we all recover from the pandemic and still sort of shoulder all this uncertainty in the world. Well, as that is happening, I realized that I unconsciously slipped into a lot of these defensive and survival patterns and becoming aware of it is obviously has to be the first step. But what's interesting is as I start to come aware of it, become aware of it and start to realize, oh, I'm, I'm making decisions that are making my existence smaller, not more expansive, right? Because this is what happens when you give fear the driver's seat. There's all, it, it, fear only begets more fear. And I've done tons of lectures and stuff on that. But what happens is essentially that your ability to maneuver, your ability to feel freedom is usurped by the fear. And so if you give in to one fear, you give in to the next one and that becomes a pattern. And so your world becomes more constricted. You have less opportunity for who you could be and what you could do. And so there's less opportunity for the authentic flourishing and expression of yourself. And I noticed that I was unconsciously falling, following into these patterns. But what's interesting is once you've done the work to come out of these patterns before, and once you've seen the kind of world you can create from that abundant place, it's a little bit easier to, to make that decision again, to recommit to your goals, to recommit to the life that you want. Reason being is because it's not as much of a leap of faith. I mean, there's still a, a large element of faith, right? Because you have to acknowledge the fear. You can't bypass it. You can't pretend it's not there. It'll just grow in the back of your mind. So you actually have to acknowledge that that fear is real. You have to acknowledge that the risk that the fear presents is real or represents. That, that yeah, all those things are real. Yeah, you could go broke. Yeah, you could get broken up with. And so this is there's a paradox here because you've got to hold that intention with the fact that if you make decisions based on that, you're going to find that your life is growing more constricting and you have less opportunity to be who you really are and do what you really want. And this is one of the thi- one of the reasons that I created the Clarity Academy in the first place because I think it's a systematic approach. We have to identify these things. We have to identify these patterns and we have to have accountability, which I think about accountability as a calling to be in right relationship with your own soul. We have to have accountability because when you get really close to psychically activating things like fear, the chances of turning and running if you're not accountable are, they just increase, right? And there's all kinds of ways that we turn and run while saving face to ourselves. What I mean by that is that there are ways where oftentimes, you know, you see people do this. So they'll start a business and then they'll start another business and then they'll start another business. And they're kind of jumping around from good idea to good idea because once it gets real and starts to constrict around them, now they have to make a decision to go forward and it's easier just to pivot. And so it feels like they're in their mind, they're jumping from good idea to good idea because they see a better idea. But the truth is that they're unconsciously obeying fear and resistance in the back of their mind. So these things are complex and it, it, and it takes a while and a commitment to like really work through them. And it takes 
a bit of moral courage because you have to face the way that you're living and you have to make real decisions about what that means and where that's going, where it's leading and what it means to then realize that your values might not be met, that you actually have to make a decision in alignment with your values if you want to cultivate a meaningful life. And I mean, that takes moral courage. And so just wanted to do this episode because, you know, whether you're just starting out paying attention and prioritizing your inner life and starting to do this work, or whether it's something that you've been doing for a long time, you know, to some degree, we always are going to fall back. That's why growth work is always two steps forward and one step back. I don't think the regression is always a bad thing, but it is a thing. It's something we have to recognize and deal with. And once we become aware, well, then we just make a new decision, right? When you look around and the kingdom is devastated, you gotta start doing the things to set it right. Not sit around and beat yourself up for letting it go to hell. Though that's probably your pattern. That's probably all of our patterns to some degree. But it doesn't actually help. So there comes a point where you look around at the devastation, you actually have to start putting everything in order and start doing the things. And maybe that takes a coach or a course or uh, a podcast, or maybe it's just a recommitment to self, right? Who knows for you? But just wanted to give you some things to think about. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll talk later on Morning Coffee.